Would you like a jelly baby? Engage all the systems. Aye. Engage. Clear all mornings. Clear it, sir. One quarter impulse power. You know how to fly, don't you? No. Do you? You shall not pass! Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. The force will be with you. Always. Hi, and welcome to the Geek Hangout Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined, as always, by my friend and co-host, Grant. How you doing tonight, Grant? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you? I'm doing good. We were talking before the show. Man, the news has sort of died off for the summer. Yeah, it seems like everybody's, uh, you know, kind of taking the summer off almost. Not a lot of, uh, not a lot of stuff happening. But, um, but we you know, came but, up with a with a, a list of stuff that we're going to talk about tonight. Yeah, we still have some stuff to go through and talk about and uh, you know share with uh, with our listeners. Yeah, let's start with what we did over the last few weeks. What, what have you been up to? Yeah, well, I guess the first thing we can talk about is that we saw, um, we, Mark and I with our wives went and saw uh, Hugh Jackman's uh, one-man show that he's been doing on tour. So, it, it, it geek-related, because Hugh Jackman, as you probably know, is Wolverine. Um, Wolverine was not a part of the show at all. <laughs> <laughs> they showed clips, and he did some they, Wolverine yes. stuff. He did right. You're right. Yeah, they did show some clips, and then yeah, he had some drumsticks, and he kind of had them as claws at one point. But um, if uh, if you know anything about Hugh Jackman, you know he's very uh, a talented Broadway performer. Uh, he also had that movie uh, that came out, I believe it was last year, called The Greatest Showman, which was very entertaining. My kids yeah. and my wife absolutely loved it. I enjoyed it. They loved it. Um, so you know, it was basically what two hours, two and a half hours of him, uh, you know, doing some songs and singing. Right. And yeah, I mean, the, the guy is like he's crazy talented. You know, I mean, anybody that can go from being uh, uh, Wolverine to Jean Valjean and uh, Les Mis is is pretty impressive. Yeah, uh, right. You know, so he did he did a lot of sh- he did a lot of songs from uh, various shows that he's been in. Uh, so he did some songs from Les Mis. He did some songs from Greatest Showman. Um, it, there was another play he was in about Peter Allen, um, and, and uh, honestly, I missed the name of that. The Man from Oz, or something like that. Oh, is that okay? Yeah, and Peter Allen, I guess, was a is also an Australian, so he was on a, in a show for that, and so he did a few songs from that. Is that the one he won a Tony for? Yes, I think so. Okay, yeah, so he did some songs for that. Um, and, and I mean, the guy is great. I mean, he's like you gotta hand it to him. He's 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 a talented guy. It's really it's funny. It, it's like such a a disconnect. I mean, I can appreciate him, um, you know, his talents and his and you know his singing and and you know his, his he was doing some dancing and stuff like that. Um, I can really appreciate it, but it's it's such a almost like a, a disconnect between that guy and Wolverine. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. You know, because like Wolverine, he's like you know. You know, super masculine, and it's Wolverine, and ah, oh, and then you know, and then he's out there, he's out there in like sequins and and you know, doing dance numbers and everything like that, which was very enjoyable and it was fun, and it was just, it's just, you know, I like I said, it goes to show, uh, you know, basically the range of this guy. I mean, it, it was amazing. It was really neat. 
yeah, it, yeah, it was a good show. If and um, um, I I would recommend people go see it if you if you like. I mean, I'm I'm a I have a theater background, so I'm, I I kind of like that kind of stuff. Uh, Late Miz is my wife and I's favorite show, so so you know it's a big deal for us. Um, but uh, yeah, if you if you get a chance to go see him, if he's coming close to your town, go check him out because he's he's great. You know, I was really I thought the show was was well worth it. And I would say that too, even as someone I'm not a huge uh, musical, you know, uh, Broadway guy, but um, just from the sheer fact of just to to you know, to see the guy and you can just I mean it's it's a guy he he's a at the top of his game as a performer and just to, you know to go and you know if you're a fan of his it's pretty neat to go and see and just you know just to go and enjoy it and be like yeah this guy's all right you know this is this is good stuff here so yeah yeah and and if, and if any of uh are you know guys if you're listening um you know take your wives that they they really seem to like it a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah my, yeah they, my wife was uh was uh very impressed with you jack yeah sure. my, mine too it was yeah, it was making me laugh but yeah so <laughs> yeah and it was it was funny uh he would did some cr- audience interaction and like you know everyone that talked to like oh this was a christmas present christmas present you know right. like all, all these guys had gotten it for their wives so i thought that was pretty funny right because they the tickets went on sale like right before christmas <laughs> i know right <laughs> like a like two weeks before Christmas, because I didn't know what I was getting my wife. <laughs> Everyone's like, "All right, you know." <laughs> so, yeah, right. so it's a great show. But uh, yeah, if, you, if it comes near you and you're and you like Hugh Jackman, I, I I suggest going to check it out because it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. What else you been so, up to? So uh, let's see. I just been playing some catch up on some shows and stuff like that. I just finished up this morning. I finished up Good Omens, which is uh, airing on Amazon Prime. Oh, excellent! Uh, yeah, it's uh, six episodes. It's based off of the Neil uh, Gaiman's book. Um, I had never read the book, so I was kind of fun, you know, curious and uh, interested in the show. And um, David Tennant, the you know previous Doctor Who, one of the previous right. Doctor Who's was uh, was is one of the stars. Um, but uh, so yeah, I, I would I would recommend it. It was good. Uh, it's 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 a little quirky, a very little little odd, but um, overall very enjoyable. And um, you know. It's one of the things we've talked about in the show is that sometimes things drag on too long. And, uh, you know, this was six episodes. It was great. You were, you were in, you were out and there's a whole story there. And I never, I was never bored. I was never like, okay, let's get on with it. You know, it was just, everything mattered and it was good. I highly recommend it. Yeah. I really want to see that. Cause I, I mean, I'm a, you know, I'm a doctor who fan, so I'm a, I'm a David Tennant fan and, um, yeah. And I, I really want to want to catch this. I just haven't had a chance to watch it yet. What else have you been, uh, catching up on? Okay, so I've been catching up on now. I, I, f- I fell off of I, 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 I was a diehard Walking Dead fan for a, a long time, and then um, the last like I don't know two three seasons, I've I've sort of fallen off because um, I kind of felt like the show has had lost its way. Okay. Um, but I recorded everything. But I've been. Um, but I've been. I. I I recorded it. I kept it. I was like, one of these days I'm going to go back to it. And so I've been going back to it. So I'm now catching up on season. I think I'm in season eight. Okay. Uh, what? Yeah, Cause I fell off the wagon a longer yeah. before that. Where is that in terms of, uh, I guess present the, where's the, which season is the show in right now? Do you know? So they just walking dead just concluded season nine. Uh, and they've been, you know, renewed again. So they're going to be, you know, there's going to be a season 10. Uh, so I'm on season eight right now, and I'm kind of working oh, okay. my way th- through that. I think I'm almost through it. It's 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 fine, you know. I mean, I right. I don't I, I I was like I I've maintained that the first three seasons, three to four seasons of Walking Dead were really good. 
you know, yeah. like I, they were like riveting, you know, and um, and since then it's just kind of, kind of not been as great. Yeah, um, that's kind of how I feel too. I remember, I don't remember when I stopped watching, but uh, you know, like you said, I definitely the first two three seasons it was really like it was great. Like you were kind of on you know the edge of your seat almost, and you're like, yeah. what you know, and then uh, unfortunately it just kind of. Um, you know, it, it lost its momentum or just like it almost became like a, a like uh, a job. It's like it's almost yeah. like, oh, like there I, I wanted a resolution. And, and I, that's kind of the point of the show is there is no resolution. Like exactly. Just, right. You know, and, and so once you once you realize that that was the way it was going to be, it kind of I, I found it I found it hard to, to maintain my interest, you know. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, that's the thing is like, there's no, there's no end, you know, like there's no end to yeah. this. And I think AMC, like, this is still a big money maker for AMC, even even knowing that a lot of people have kind of dropped off. Um, it's still it's still one of AMC's big money makers, I think. So yeah, I think AMC's like, yeah, we'll renew this forever. If <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Well, so you they- figure between. They have The Walking Dead. They have Fear the Walking Dead. Right. And then I know they have at least one movie in development, if not maybe two that I've read about. I so. think, yeah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll say this, I, and I've, I've said this all along, because I, I came to The Walking Dead very late, right? So I, I binged it, m- most of it. Yeah. And, and it was only like the last like two seasons, you know, it was only like season seven and eight that I actually watched in real time. And and I will say this about The Walking Dead, and I, I firmly believe this: The Walking Dead is a better show when you're binging it. I yeah, I would say that I agree with that. When you're when you're watching it in real time, I think it drags. Like if if the show is you know if you have a show that's that's kind of boring, uh, you just watch the next one, you know, and then it <laughs> yeah, right, a lot right. Quicker. But when you're when you have to wait week to week over you know, and really not much happens in some of the episodes, it can get it, it gets pretty old pretty quick. Yeah. You know, so I, I say, so I've been, I've been watching it. I've been enjoying it. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll say that. I mean, it's not like, I, I, I don't love Negan. I'm, I mean, I know that was like, they, that was like the, sort of the big thing. Like they were building to Negan and everybody was like, oh my God, when Negan gets here, it's going to be amazing and everything. And I've just never been real impressed with him. I don't know okay. if it's, I don't know if it's the actor. I don't know if it's just how he's written. But yeah. I've just never been terribly impressed with with Negan. Like he doesn't, he doesn't really do anything for me. That's funny because I've heard other people. And I haven't watched the episodes, but I did hear uh, people saying basically the same thing. Whereas I guess in the comics, Negan is is you know awesome or or a force of nature or whatever he is. I know a lot of people for, uh, that I guess I've read the comics were then disappointed with the the TV show version. Yeah. I don't know. He speechifies a lot. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. And I, I like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen him in other things and I like him in other things. So I don't think it's him. I think it's the writing, but I, you know, I, there's just something about him. I, I just don't, I don't love. And I think that's why, especially like the last couple seasons, I've, I've just kind of fallen off. Cause I'm like, eh, you know, he's, he's, yeah. uh, he's just not, not, not doing it for me. Now, what I have heard is because I've been now that I've been watching it, I've been wa- I've been listening to uh, a, po- a couple podcasts about 
you know, The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I, I, I watch an episode and then I listen to a podcast about the episode, see what they talk, you know, what they have to say about it and stuff. And, um, and what they, and they, they, they're talking about Fear of the Walking Dead. Now, I watched the first season of Fear of the Walking Dead. Okay. And wasn't super impressed with it. And, and then really did, I watched the entire first season and then I didn't watch anything after that. And what these guys are saying is that season three of Fear of the Walking Dead is actually really good. Oh, so, kind of like oh, maybe I'll catch up on that too. I don't know. We'll yeah. See. Well, now, and I'm kind of trying to remember here, but wasn't like they weren't the two shows weren't taking place in the same timeline at one point, right? Yeah, Fear the Walking Dead. The show started as the epidemic began. Okay. Which we we never saw that in Walking Dead because Rick was shot and he was unconscious and. And then he wakes up and it happened, right? When he goes into his coma, nothing had happened. And then when he comes out of his coma, everything like the, it, it, you know, the epidemic happened and there's all these zombies everywhere. Right. Um, so you never really got that story. So fear of the walking dead was supposed to sort of tell that story okay. and they didn't do a great job of it. I'll, t- I'll say that oh. they, because what, what they ended up doing is you never really find out how it's, so you start to see it begin and then they do a time jump of like three weeks or something. Oh. And then it's like, well, I thought that was the whole point of the show was to see how this whole thing started. And, um, and then they skipped over like the most crucial three. Like you see it begin. You see a, a few people start to turn. Right. And, and, um, and then, but then they skip over like three weeks where like the military gets involved and like the whole thing. And and you never really you don't get that story, so that was kind of frustrating. Yeah, that is really it's strange. I mean, you think that whole the three weeks that they skipped, you think that would be ripe for like storytelling, right? right. A- a- unless somewhere someone was like, no, we want to save that for a movie, or we want to save that for later. I don't know, you know. Well, it's the thing is, like, I think they're holding back on that. They don't want you to know how it begins because they don't want there to be a way out. I think. Oh, well, that's true too. Right. Cause the minute you realize like, Oh, here it's a disease or it's a genetically a thing, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Then, then, Oh, there's your answer. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. So I haven't seen anything about the fear of the walking dead, but these, th- this podcast is saying that season three of fear of the walking dead is really good. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Maybe I'll catch up on that. Yeah. And also one of the, I guess, I guess spoiler, since I'm talking about something that happened two years ago, <laughs> I don't like, um, uh, Lenny James, who plays Morgan, uh, is, is on fear of the walking dead now. Right. I did hear that. Yeah. Cause that, that's what I remember being confused by. Cause I knew he jumped shows. Then I'm thinking like at the time I was like, well, wait, I thought the shows were at different times. So I guess they all let, they, I guess they all synced up now. I don't. Well, see, I don't know because that's what they were talking about too. Because he, he, that character, sort of isn't in the begin. He's he's at the, in the very first episode of season one of Walking Dead, and then I think you see him one other time that season. Oh, and then you're he, right. And then he's not in the show, so they're saying that his appearance in Fear is this time period where you lose him in Walking Dead. Oh, that would make okay. So yeah, then when he when he eventually turns up in Walking Dead again, isn't he like crazy? Remember, like he had the booby yeah. traps in the town and all that. I do remember that. Right. So we're okay. So we'll probably see. Okay, so you're kind of getting his story. What happened? Where he was and what happened to him? Maybe. Yeah, and that's kind of what once 
what what makes me want to go back to that because I'm kind of like, yeah. well, I'd like to see Morgan's story. You know, like I don't care. Yeah, about him. <laughs> I, I know, like right? See what Morgan Morgan was up to? Yeah, like right, right, right. Well, that would be right because you that was a character that although he was only in one episode or two episodes or whatever, like you kind of were invested in him. You're like, this guy's all right. You know, like I want to yeah. see what uh, you know what happens with him. So now that's interesting. Yeah. So I I I'm I'm saying I I I don't love it. But I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, you know, dying for, you know, I'm not going to be sitting on the edge of my seat for season ten. But yeah, I've gotten this far in it. I feel like I should finish it, and it's, it was fine. Like what I've seen so far is, has been okay. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. yeah. What's interesting about that is apparently the, um, this week the uh, comic book uh, is uh, has, is ending, The Walking Dead. Really? Con- yeah, but it was like a, a surprise, like. So comics, like they solicit three months out, so people can order and do all that stuff, and so. I think it's 193, which came out, I think today is the last issue. And the stuff in the solicits was just fake. You know, they had some fake stuff to surprise everyone. And huh. they interviewed uh, Robert Kirkman. And he goes, yeah, he goes, well, we always like to surprise in terms of the story and everything like that. We always like to try to surprise our readers. And he goes, well, we felt what a better way that when we to end it to, to surprise you with the ending. Well, that's interesting. So, yeah. I've always held. See, I've never read any of the comics because I never wanted to get spoiled on the show. Yeah. So I've never read any of it, but now, like, maybe I'll maybe I'll pick it up after I after I get cut off because I, I there's some I don't know should I do I need to do a spoiler warning for stuff that happened in 2017? I think you're talk fine. About? <laughs> I mean, you, you told me this a while ago. So Carl dies, right? We know that. Like in in, in the oh yeah 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 in the well, show Carl dies in the comic he's still alive as I understand it. I believe so. I, yeah, I haven't read the comics, but I don't remember hearing anything about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, in the uh, comics, so now we have spoiler alerts if for the comics, but I think in the comics, I think last issue, Rick Grimes dies in the comics. Really? And so that's sort of why this, uh, what, what I did read is that this issue, the last issue, is sort of like an epilogue to, and and... You know, I don't know what they're going to do with that. Everything that, that universe still exists. They didn't solve any problems as far as I know. So, um, uh, but I guess that was more or less like, all right, well, this is the end of Rick's story. And, and that's sort of why the series is coming to an end maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah so interesting. And yeah. we know that, and we know that Andrew Lincoln is going to be, there's going to be like a Rick Grimes movie. Like that's right. what we were talking about. Yeah. So he's he's now left it. I mean, I know this part. Of, I haven't gotten that far in the show, but I know he leaves this. He's left Walking right. Dead. Yeah, and, and now he's going to be doing a movie. You know, so it. So I wonder if that's how is how the movie's going to be. That's interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, it makes you wonder. You know how they're going to tie it together, and I don't know if if um if the guy Robert Kirkman is going to do a, a new series and, you know, focus on different characters or if he's gotten so busy with the, the TV and the movies and all this stuff now where it's, he just can't do the comics anymore and figured, okay, it's a good time to end it. And I'm going to focus on my, you know, my m- little media empire that he's built now, you know, right over there on AMC. Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, more power to him. I mean, he created something was, as far as I, uh, I know it's his, I mean, he, I think he published it through, uh, image comics. So it's, it's something he created and he owns and, you know, and he kind of, he made a big time, you know, and I mean, he, a lot of hard work goes into it, but it's nice to see. It's kind of neat to see in the present day, 
um, somebody to be able to do that. Like, you know, all these other characters and nothing against anybody, but you know, their characters are all like 50, hundred, you know, almost a hundred years old to a, to a certain extent. Uh, you know, and, uh, to see something relatively new and, and, and the original creator being able to, to reap it, reap the benefits of, of, of his creation, I think is pretty neat. Yeah, definitely. Good stuff. Do we have anything else to talk about what we've been, what we've been up to? Ah, that's about it. I, um, that's in terms of that, in terms of, uh, what I'm looking forward to as, you know, now, now that I've sort of finished good omens and, uh, you know, my schedule is clear, uh, tomorrow, 4th of July, stranger things premieres. Uh, and of course everyone's, I don't know. I'm very excited for it. I know there's a couple trailers out there and there's been on, in terms of social media, there's a lot of like little teaser things that have been floating around and stuff. And I, I, some of my look at some of my kind of scroll by, um, but it just, it looks like they're really, really playing up the whole eighties, uh, mall scene. And it, <laughs> it, it just, it looks like it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've, I've been looking for, I love these shows. Um, I love stranger things. I, I, I really wanted to, I should have, I wanted, I sort of wanted to watch the second one again before I watched, uh, this next one, but not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I I really lo- love these shows. So I uh, um, I thought the first two were fantastic, and I'm really looking forward to the third. So yeah, as children of the '80s, we can truly appreciate this. You really can. I mean, and yeah. and they, you know, I mean, obviously, um, oh, who the guy? Oh, the Duffer Brothers, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if they're my our age or or very similar, but uh, whatever it is, they really nailed the you know they really nailed the the feeling of what it was like, you know, just different yeah. things. And, you know, the kids on the bikes and, you know, all that, I don't know. They just do a great job with it. And I, uh, you know, I just hope, I, I don't know how many seasons they're, they were planning on doing. I hope they can continue the quality of the first two and, um, and, you know, just keep running with it. And I, you know, so yeah, I'm very excited for it. Well, you know, it's, what's interesting is like, I, I saw this week, you know, talking about some of the teasers you mentioned, um, I saw this week a picture of the kids like when they started and a picture of the kids like today and they're not yeah. kids anymore, you know, like no. they're, they're like, you know, you know, they're not, they're not like the pre you know, young teens anymore. They're like, you know, all, all like almost adults. Right? I know. Right. Well, especially, um, who's 11 Millie, Bob- Millie Bobby Brown. That's it, right. You see her, and then now, you know, she's all glammed up and everything like that, but she's like, you know, like a young lady now, and it's like, yeah. it's amazing. You're just like, wait a second, you know, you were so little when the show started, and uh, even a lot of the other kids. Uh, Lucas, the picture of him, he, I don't know what, it, he looks really old. I think he has like some facial hair, you know, and <laughs> like, I mean, he might even have a goatee, but I, you know, the one picture of him, I was like, oh my God, this guy's like 22 or something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at a picture of him on IMDb right now. Like, they, like, like they're they're like you know they're like young adults at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but uh, I, I'm really looking forward to this to this show. So it'll be it's going to be great. You know, I just saw um, over the weekend. I watched um, it finally. Oh, okay. And, and um, the guy who plays Mike Wheeler. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's kind of like the the love interest of Eleven. Um, Finn Wolfhard is in that movie. And um, okay. and he was really good in, and it, it was like it it was it was good. Yeah, I I mean I I liked it, but it's um yeah I I can see where it it didn't do as as good as everybody thought it was, but it it was pretty good. And he and he was and Finn Wolfhard was good in it. Oh okay. So, um, oh uh, did did it not do well? I think it did okay. I don't think it did as well as they had hoped. But oh, there is really? okay. 
but there is going to be the second half of it. I mean, there is, they're, they're coming out with another, like, yeah, because that's how the book is. The book is, you know, it takes place in two time periods when they're kids and then when they're adults, because like the, the whatever the creature is comes like every 30 years or something like that. Oh, I see. Okay. So it takes place when they're kids, you know, when they're like teenagers and then and then when they're like, you know, in their 40s. Oh, OK. Yeah. So um, so then there's going to be a second half of it, it coming out. I don't know if it's this year or later on, but it's coming. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah, but I, I thought he was like, I like that Finn Wolfhard. I think he's going to do do great things. He was in, um, you know, in it and everything. So we'll see if it works. I think. Oh, it says here he's he's in Ghostbusters 2020, too. Oh, you know what? I think I, I forgot about that. I forgot that he was cast in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that should be pretty good then too, right? Yeah, you know, should be interesting to see. Oh, there's something. Uh, who else was in? Somebody else they announced is going to be. Oh, Paul Rudd's going to be in Ghostbusters, uh, the new Ghostbusters too. They announced. Oh, really? Yeah. So, because uh, well, the initial reports were it was going to be more of like, um, you know, it's going to be it was de- it's definitely going to be Ghostbusters three. Like it's going to be you know take place in terms of those movies happened and this is going to be like number three. Um, but they originally said it was going to be more of like a, a not not a kids adventure, not to not that it's kitty, but like it was going to focus on some younger younger people. Um, but now with Paul Rudd being in it, I was like, oh well, maybe they're just going to you know like <laughs> maybe they're going to bring in some funny people and just to go do that way too. So right, I, right. I don't know, I don't know what they're going to do. But um, yeah, they had a bit, they had some shtick. It was online with Paul Rudd. He was standing in front of the uh, the Ghostbusters, the you know, the firehouse in New York City, and. I, he was doing some sh- uh, shtick, you know, just being like, "Oh, I'm excited to be part of Ghostbusters." Well, what he goes, he goes, oh, "I'm so excited, I just slimed myself." <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, right. I don't know, but I was like, "All right, I'm in. I like Paul Rudd, you know." Yeah, I, I was interested in the Ghostbusters anyway, so now I'm like, "All right, Paul Rudd, I'm in." So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll be something to look forward to. So, yeah, yeah. so I'm looking forward to Stranger Things. That's coming up. That's going to be. It's going to be good. Uh, also, well, it's already out, I guess, isn't it? Oh, Spider-Man came out. What's today? Spider-Man came out yesterday. Uh, I haven't. We haven't seen it yet. Neither. You know, it's it's on the agenda. I haven't just haven't gotten there yet. Uh, I'm hearing good things about it. You know, people are saying it's a it's a it's a solid, fun Spider-Man adventure. Um, and you know, no spoilers here because I don't know anything. But apparently, there are, with there are some surprises in the movie. Um, uh, again, I didn't read anything on purpose, so I, I can't be clear but i guess um the end credits are a little there's some kind of surprise in the end credits um you know i'm being vague because i don't really know (laughs) right 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 right. um you know so i will have to wait and see until we we see it or until i get spoiled i can't really talk about it but (laughs) yeah i'm looking forward to this i i want to i really want to see it uh i don't know if we're gonna get because we're actually we're going to disney in in, uh next week and um so I, you know, and there's like a, a million things going on and I'm trying to get things caught up at work. So I just don't know if we're, my son's birthday is coming up. Right. So, uh, I just don't know if we're going to be able to get, get out to see it before we go, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I know my, uh, my kids are down the shore. And so when, when they get back, I think we're going to try to, uh, probably try to see it hopefully this, uh, this weekend. So we'll have to see though, see what happens. Yes. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. And again, I don't know uh, what the end credit is, but I'm hoping or wondering if it's going to set up, uh, you know, sort of the, the, the next, you know, the, the, the new, the direction of the Marvel universe. You know what I mean? Like the right. Marvel cinematic universe. It, uh, yeah. 
without knowing what it is, I have no idea, but I'm kind of excited to see, you know, I'm excited for a nice Spider-Man movie, but I'm also kind of excited, like, oh, what's what's the end credit going to be, you know? Yeah, I, I, I hope we get some idea where they're going, because we really just don't, don't know what's going on. I also heard that Marvel's at, like, last year they didn't, at San Diego Comic-Con, they didn't have really have a presence. Okay. And I think it was mostly mostly because they couldn't announce anything because, uh, you know, the cliffhanger for Endgame, so they couldn't announce movies that were coming out because they didn't want to reveal that people survived, like the whole thing. Uh, right, right. But um, they do have a presence at San Diego Comic-Con this year, and um, and and the speculation, at least, is that, they're, you know, we're going to get some idea of where, where they intend to go. Oh, good. Um, okay. There, there, and I don't, I don't. I'm not even sure when San Diego Comic Con is. It's. I think it's at the end of the summer. It's. I think it's usually towards the end of July. I think. And then D23 is usually in August. In August. So I did read. Um, yeah. So I think they're going to announce like some stuff at Comic Con, and I think we're going to get the rest of it at D23, or you know, some some variation or some combination of that. Right. Right. Um, so and so in terms of uh, news, there's not a whole lot going on. Um, just to kind of just run through some things that sort of piqued our interest. Um, the uh, Game of Thrones prequel uh, started shooting. Uh, they released the first image, which is a dude on a horse from the back. So you really can't <laughs> see what's going on. Uh, and he's sort of up on a hill overlooking like a frozen wasteland. And in the back, it looks like there might be it might be a city back there. You can't really tell. Um, so that's the image. the 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 shooting is underway, and uh, the only information I have, and I'm looking at an article that says, but apparently George R. R. Martin is calling this series the Long Night. Now that's not the official name as of yet, but that's what he's calling it, and it's going to be set about five thousand years before the events of Game of Thrones. Um, and right, everything's gonna be very different. It's, it's not gonna be what we're familiar with. So uh, let's see. There's no King's Landing. There's no Iron Throne. There's no Targaryens yet. Oh wow! So yeah. So um, so who's this? There's Val Valeria has hardly begun to rise yet with its dragons and the Valeria. Great- yeah, Valeria. They always who's kept talking Va- about that, and I didn't know what it was. Who's Valeria? Is it a person? I think I think I think it's a place. Okay, so Valeria has hardly begun to rise yet with its dragons and the great empire that it built. All right, we're going to be de- dealing with a different and older world, and hopefully that will be part of the fun of the series. Here it is. It's Valeria was the capital city of a once great civilization, known as the Valerian Freehold. The city of Valeria is located on the eastern continent of Essos, southeast of the free cities on the Valerian Peninsula. Okay. Oh, and that would be where the Valerian steel came from then. Right. Right? Okay. Yeah, and it says Valeria was destroyed four centuries ago in a catastrophic volcanic event known as the Doom of Valeria. Oh, well, that's interesting then. Okay. So it sounds like in terms of, uh, you know, in terms of this bring, uh, being a prequel series, it sounds like there's going to still be an awful lot to um, to to sort of like they can kind of make their own path, being that it's that far long ago. You know what I mean? Like they can set up the uh, the White Walkers, and, um, and I know they said they're going to touch on the Children of the Forest and and stuff like that. So um, I guess there's a lot of stuff to do that doesn't 
directly tie into like or you know what I mean the present the 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 right original series you know what I mean it'll be like okay well here's what happened but I I think there's enough leeway for them to to sort of tell their own story I I don't know how you know right. with it with it being what did I say five thousand years it, I guess they're not going to be that constrained hopefully yeah and they don't have to I mean it sounds like they'll they, they won't have to rely on the um the books in order to yeah you know, I mean I, a path forward you know. Yeah. Well, like I said, the, the so for Valeria, then uh, you know we know it gets destroyed in a volcano, and so that's all. That's you know, if if the series should go that long, that's that's the only thing they have to get to. It's like, all right, well, we got to make sure a volcano explodes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. So I guess there's uh, you know like enough historical points, but there's probably a ton of leeway there that they can kind of do what they want. Yeah, so I, I'm I, I'm probably in on it. I'm interested. I you know I didn't really research it that much. I don't know who's um who's like doing the running the show. If it's somebody we uh, you know we've heard of or uh, you know oh wait here hold on a second. Jane Goldman is leading the charge on this project, and it will star Naomi Watts and there's some other people whose names I don't recognize. So eh, who knows? Interesting. It's you know it's it almost sounds like because this this Lord of the Rings thing is coming up for Amazon too. And yeah, it sort of sounds like it's it's kind of like the same thing. Like I, I, this is really, going to be set, you know, the, the Lord of the Rings series that Amazon's producing is going to be set like several thousand years before the events of the Lord of the you know that we saw in the in the Fellowship of the Ring or the, right. the Ring trilogy. Yeah, so it's a, it seems like the that's a thing, you know, like they're going to be, you know, different, obviously different stories, different characters, all that kind of thing. But it's they're they're sort of taking the same uh, same track. Yeah, I you know it's funny because I it, I did, I saw that they announced and I didn't know, uh, for Amazon um, for Lord of the Rings they announced uh, some director is going to do the yeah. first two two episodes and I I wasn't familiar with the guy I can't even remember but I can't, I wasn't familiar with the, who the guy was J A Bayona B- okay Bayona and uh, apparently he he was uh, the director for uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom oh that's right okay right. The whole prequel thing is very interesting to me because like we always say, we've said, you know, several times now, it's like, I kind of would rather go and push forward with new stories and, and that way. And to go back, I mean, even this way, there's like tons of leeway. So there, I guess there is a story to be told there, but, um, do you have a story to tell or are you just trying to farm the, the IP? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't understand the, the prequel fascination i i would rather I, I would always rather move forward always you know there might be like maybe a you know like a, you know maybe there's like one one you know like i i didn't mind solo right like i liked solo which is sort right. of a prequel yeah but, but but like i don't i don't know i don't like this idea of like going ahead i mean i'll i'll, I'll i'm probably in for these for the both of these shows uh, yeah me too. i don't <laughs> love the idea of of like going back i'd rather yeah. than, i'd rather see stuff that you know but i guess i guess the idea is like especially with game of thrones if you if you move forward then you've got to deal with the same characters right, right. like you'll right. want to know what sansa's story is and and i think those actors are kind of done Right, like I think well, those, right. those guys are like, this is ten years of my life. I'm ready to move on to something else, you know. Yeah, and even right, even if you said, okay, we're going to continue this series, but focus over here, 
the yeah, as fans, you're going to be constantly be like, well, wait a minute, what's everybody over there doing? Like, you know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. It's hard. So I guess that's that's the right. That's the the easiest way to say, okay, we're going to continue this, but we're just going to jump back five thousand years and tell you uh, tell you a different story. Right. And then I guess with some things, it's like, well, if you jump ahead, it kind of uh, could not ruin, but sort of uh, lessen the original tale. And it like, so it's like, like, uh, and I'm not an expert on Lord of the Rings, but like when it all ends and the, the, the ring is destroyed and, and who's the bad guy? Sa- uh, Sauron. Uh, Sauron, right. He's destroyed at the end of it too. Right. Right. So like, so like if they were to do like, Oh, we're going to do a sequel now, then it's like, well, what do you do? Yeah. Do you bring him back? Well, then that, is, you know, does that sort of like kind of lessen the original thing? And Right, it's almost right. like, it's almost like with with Star Wars the 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 sequels to the uh, you know the originals um I've been enjoying them I like it and I was excited to have new Star Wars but you know uh, one of the points somebody made was they're like well you know at Return of the Jedi ends and we had a nice happy ending and then here it's 30 years later and you find out things aren't so happy so like it's all it's another it's another uh hurdle to come across where it's like you know it it do you, do you really want to see the future of these characters? Right. You know what I mean, because like, we're all we're all asking, well, what happened in that thirty years? That's the story I want to know. I want to know what happened to the characters I loved. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Right. Like, not that I don't like the new characters, but like, I want to know what happened to Han and Leia. And I want to know, you know, I mean, we 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 sort of know why Luke left now, right? You know, but like, it would have been nice to see. Luke after like trying to build up the Jedi again. And, you know, did he succeed in, in teaching any other Jedi? I mean, we, we never got that. Yeah. We don't know that one way or the other. I mean, we know it sort of failed with Kylo, but then did he succeed with anyone? Are there any other Jedis roaming around out there somewhere? Did Kylo kill him? Cause like, you know, Kylo did take some with him as the Knights of Ren. At least that's where that's sort of what we were told. But then, right? Are there other guy? Are there other Jedi? Are there other apprentices out there? Yeah. So it's like I guess that that's the the problem you run into is because like we, you know, fans of the original are going to keep going back and be like, well, I want to know this story. <laughs> like, this right. Story's right. Great, but I want to know this story. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I know there's some people that were upset that they're sort of like, oh, our heroes defeated the Empire and saved the day, and they had a happy ending. And then you know the the Force Awakens open up and it opens up and it's like oh here's the First Order they're basically the Empire's back, right. uh, you know and and the you know they sort of um, you know it's sort of like oh well wait a minute so what what did our guys actually do what did our heroes actually accomplish but you know that being said I mean I've heard people say that if you compare the empire to the Nazis and the first order would be like, well, if the Nazis survived to like Argentina or wherever they were rumored to have escaped to, that's sort of like, well, what if they went there and regrouped, you know? Yeah. And without getting too controversial in the present day with like, you know, there's like some Nazi stuff going on now, all of a sudden, like, you know, Nazis are coming out of the woodwork. It seems like, so you're like, Oh, maybe this isn't that far off. (laughs) Right. 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 (laughs) This might not be so far fetched after all, (laughs) but you know, it's just one of the risks you run. It's like, do you get, you know, do you go forward and then maybe potentially upset people or do you go backwards and then, you know, run the risk of just kind of like, do you feel like you're spinning your wheels, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they take 
Game of Thrones. I'm, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, if they're able to catch lightning in a bottle again, you know. Yeah, if they can, I mean, if they can tell a good story and surprise you along the way, I mean, because that's really what hooked you with Game of Thrones is just the 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 surprises, like you know, and not even shock, but just like a true, like just uh, plot twist. Like you're just like, wait, you know, everything just ch- you know could change on the the you know on a dime, so to speak. I mean, yeah. If they can get that going again, I mean, they're you know, they got good things in the future, I think. Definitely. So, what else do we have coming up? Um, um, the, oh, this was a, a bit of a news story we found. Uh, so, we don't do a whole. There hasn't been a whole lot of Doctor Who news. You know, the the series with the Thirteenth Doctor ended um, in January of this year with the with the New Year's Day special. That was the last show, and it's not going to come back or what we had been told was that it's not coming back until uh early 2020 um but just recently they announced that it seems like there's going to be like doctor who usually does a christmas special um for the 13th doctor they did a new year's day special and it sounds like they're going to do something like that before the new series airs um so there's going to it says it's going to be either a a new year's day special or a christmas special uh with the 13th doctor which is kind of cool yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. I wonder if they'll use that as sort of like, a, you know, I, I guess if they're doing the special, that'll sort of like lead into the new season or new series. Um, I wonder if that'll almost be like, a, I wonder if it'll be standalone or I wonder if it'll be sort of like a launch pad, you know? Right, right. I mean, that's what, yeah, the, the last one, the last New Year's special was, it was like different. Usually those New Year's or those Christmas specials were sort of like, almost like a standalone episode. Like it didn't, you know, not that it wasn't part of the, canon but it was almost like separate from whatever happened in the season and i'll say this most of them are very very good like you you would like i were surprisingly good like i every year i'd watch it and like wow that was a really good one um so those 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 doctor who christmas specials are really good um and last year's 13th doctor uh new year's day special was really good okay Um, so, you know, so they, they do a nice job with them. So it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. It sounds like um, there, there's a villain announced. Oh, okay. Recognize the name, um, the Jadoon. Is that, oh, is that a, so there sounds like new villains. I, a new villain. I, I, I'm not sure. I don't okay. recognize the name. Um, that said, I don't always know all the new, all the, I, I'm, I'm better with old Doctor Who than I am with new Doctor Who. As far oh. as. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. right. They all kind of blend together into in the new the new Doctor Who ones always all sort of blend together for me. But the you know, I, <laughs> I know better. I know. It's funny something from like thirty years ago is burnt into your brain. But like you know the episode from last week, I'm like, yeah, those guys, you know, <laughs> <laughs> those guys with the thing on their face. It was those, right, right. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. I I really liked the the Thirteenth Doctor. I thought she's doing a great job. I mean, there were there were episodes that were really really good in that in that in that series. And um, I thought she did a great job. I mean, now I have heard that they're they're going to try to like make it more because it was very different. Like all the episodes were very different, and I have heard that they're they're maybe going to tweak it a little bit so it's more like like some of the Moffat era stuff, which is you know Moffat sort of took over during David Tennant's. Oh right, Moffat took over during uh, you know when David Tennant came on. And I think he he was sort of like the 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 showrunner and the writer for, you know, up through Peter Capaldi. So he's he's been right. around 
long. So I think they said they're going to tweak it a little bit and make it not, not exactly like that, but maybe more like that. Okay. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with the next season. Cause I thought, I thought she did a great job. I really liked it. Yeah. I have to, I know it's, I, I want to, I haven't watched any of them and I, I do want to watch them. I was actually waiting to see if it uh, showed up on Amazon prime um, soon. I, they, they have a, like a placeholder for it, but it's not, or no, I shouldn't say that. I might be able to, if I wanted to pay for it, I think I can watch it. But if I, if usually they should come to prime, it'll be on prime like for free soon. So yeah. I'm going to try to check that out. You know, soon I have it on my watch list. So as soon as I get my little prime banner, I'll check it out. Yeah. <laughs> I was afraid that they were going to, they were going to take, you know, because she's the first female doing it, I was afraid it was going to be more of a serious take on the doctor. And the doctor's always been sort of like quirky. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's kind of what makes him kind of fun. And, um, and they didn't lose that quirkiness with her. So that, that might, that, oh, good. I, I was afraid it was going to be like more of a serious take and it wasn't yeah. so, like they, like she's really good. I, I really oh, like okay. what she does with the character. Oh, good. Then that looks like, yeah, that's uh, something to look forward to then. So that brings us to uh, the uh, main part of the show, I guess, um, where you both uh, saw Toy Story 4 uh, since it came out. Um, I think you saw it right away, and then I saw it last weekend. Yes. And um, so we'll give you our little uh, little review. If you, know, if you haven't seen it yet, um, uh, here's our thoughts, and uh, you know, I'll let you go first. What, what did you think okay. of it? Okay, and I guess if you're if you're sensitive to spoilers for Toy Story, I would come uh, back later and listen to this because we'll just do full spoilers. For yeah, this right. Um, but uh, I I don't know. I I really liked it. I mean, okay. I thought they I thought they did a nice job. I mean, I love the Toy Story movies. I was happy. I would have been fine if they had never created Toy Story four, right? right? Like I was I was very content with the ending. Uh, with Toy Story three as, as being the ending, but I thought this was absolutely a, a worthy addition to the to the Toy Story franchise. I thought they did a really nice job with it. It was, um, I mean, it wasn't quite what I was expecting, but uh, and I don't I don't know that I liked it as much as I liked Toy Story three, but I thought it was a really good good movie. Yeah, that's kind of where I fall down the lines. I, I liked Toy Story three better. Um, yeah. But Toy Story four, I I I liked it. Um, I don't know if I necessarily loved it, but I did like it. But I found it to be um, in a good way. It was like a, it was almost like a, a challenging movie because um, like the, the so the, for if you haven't seen it, if you don't care about spoilers, so the whole idea is that Woody. You know, the first three Toy Stories movie, movies, he's so focused on his kid. He wants to do what's right for Andy. And, um, you know, then he gets handed off to Bonnie. And, you know, he, he wants to do what's right. But, um, you know, this movie is sort of like a, like a midlife crisis for him almost. Or, like, you know, he finds, like, he's not being played with as much. And, you know, Bonnie prefers, uh, like, Jesse and some of the other toys over Woody. And, um, you know, so like he starts questioning his role as a toy and then he meets, uh, runs a, through a series of events, runs into little Bo Peep, who's his like quote girlfriend, you know, from the other movies, the theme of it was very like, it's a very mature theme, like not mature, obviously it's, a, it's still a toy story, but just like, you know, as an adult, I'm watching it and I was like, Oh, I can relate to this. Yeah. Whereas, it's kind of like, 
Yeah, yeah, deep is the best way to say it, you know. I mean, because even like me, my kids are older now, and you know, you're kind of like some days you're like they don't need you, and you're just kind of like, oh, like, and that's kind of where like Woody was in his journey, where he's like, well, you know, Bonnie doesn't really need him because she has other toys, and you know, so like he just kind of didn't have a purpose anymore, and it it was just yeah, it was very, it was a very deep, deep. uh, you know, deep part of the movie. I don't know. Yeah. I, it, but so, uh, yeah, like I said, I, I didn't, it's not that I didn't like it. I, I did like it. I enjoyed it. I liked, you know, like I liked Toy Story 3 better. But, um, you know, I, I think it just, it was one of those things where it wasn't what you expected. And then it, it was like, a, it, as an adult, it was a challenging movie. So, like, you know, you're just, it really, it's like, it's almost like it made you stop and think as a parent, as a, you know, it's like, it's almost like the therapy or, you know, you're kind of like, you're kind of like, Oh, like, what is my role or what do we do? My kids don't need me anymore. What am I going to do? Type of thing, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. It was, uh, I I mean, it wasn't, it was not what I was expecting, but I, I liked how it was, you know, like in, in the previous three movies, you know, it's always sort of been like Woody was in charge, you know, like it was, it was Woody's gang. Everybody listened to Woody. Yeah, and, yeah. and you could see like right, right off the bat at the beginning of this movie, you sort of see that Woody's role has changed, right? Yeah. Like he's not, he's not the, the, you know, the most important toy anymore. And, um, you know, and then like all through the movie, he's kind of questioning what his, what he should be doing or what he's, you know, cause he's always been the, the kind of guy, kind of the guy that's in charge. And, um, I don't know. Yeah, it was it was a deep movie. I I I thought the, I mean, it was. I really liked it. I did. I I really liked. It. I liked Toy Story three better, but I really liked this. I I think they. I wasn't disappointed by it. I mean, it it was. It's just like a different movie. I mean, you know, yeah. in the end. I mean, I guess like like cut to the chase. You know, we're burying the lead here, but in the yeah. end, um, Woody leaves. You know, he leaves. Yeah. He leaves the group, and he he and Bo Peep sort of go off together with their some of their new friends right and and their role is kind of like helping toys find a family right like i mean that's kind of what what they do what they do now but they're doing it like separately like you know buzz and and slinky dog and uh, jesse and and bullseye they all go their separate way and they're not together anymore so that was kind of like the big the big reveal and it, and that was you know it's kind of like that was a little hard. You're like oh and, you know they're supposed to all still be together and you know but I I really think like and from what I've heard like I I sort of hoped for this series that you would see like I really like the the you know the specials that they do you know they did that Christmas special they did oh, a Halloween right, yeah. special I I hoped we'd see more of that like from out of Toy Story like they maybe do like a little, you know, just to, to, to keep the characters fresh and stuff, you know, yeah, the, yeah. keep it going. Like, like I hoped to see more of that, but, um, I think after this movie, like that's not going to happen, you know, I mean, you're not going to get any more Christmas specials or anything like wow. this because they're all separate. Yeah. Well, I, my only, my, that was my question too. I was sort of like, I was like, is, you know, story wise, taking the story out of it for a minute and just like, was like Tom Hanks, was he like done? You know what I mean? Was he sort of like, okay, it's time to retire Woody? Um, you know, or, or I don't know, like if we do see more Toy Story, is it going to be Woody or are we going to we gonna focus on all the other toys? Well, know? see, that's, that's the thing is like, I mean, it's not like you couldn't get more Toy Story stories. 
you would, right. they would just be different now. Like Woody and Bo would have a separate story than, you know, Buzz and, and Slinky Dog and Rex and all, all those guys. Um, you know, it's just, it, it's just different. And I think like from what I've heard is that Tom Hanks and, and Tim Allen both had a really tough time with this movie. Like they, they were, they, they I don't think they wanted it to end based on what oh, I read. Okay. And, and Tim Allen even, even um, like when he found out the ending, even like pitched to them like a different ending where they all <laughs> sort of stay together and they were kind of like, yeah, no, I don't think so. Oh, and, wow, you know, so okay. I think, I think Tim, I don't think it was Tim Allen and Tom Hanks. I think they, I think those based on what I've read, it sounds to me like those guys would, would do those characters forever if, if, if they wanted them to, you know? Oh, okay. Oh, interesting then. Uh, I will say for the the movie, uh, it was definitely Woody's movie, which makes sense because, I mean, you know, he, he he was the driving force of the movie and all that. Um, if I had one one critique or one thing I, I didn't care for is just how the, everybody else felt sidelined. Yeah, you know? that's true. That, yeah. that was true. It was it was really it was mostly Woody and Bo. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I know, I mean, you know, normally the others, most of the other toys, they're there. And, but like, I was just, I was disappointed that Buzz Lightyear didn't have a, a larger role. Um, right. you know, he just, he felt like he just, he didn't, he, if anybody got the short end of the stick, I felt like Buzz Lightyear did a little bit, you know, he just yeah. wasn't in it as much as he normally is. Um, but that being said, you know, it, 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 it made sense with, uh, you know, with Woody and Bo Peep and, uh, you know, giving them more, um, you know, more more time to explore, like and and make you kind of make you realize what Woody was thinking and where he was coming from. So just that, so the end wasn't all abrupt, like oh I'm leaving. You know, you understood why he was making that decision, right? Like I liked that you saw you like you finally get the scene. You get you finally find out what happens to Bo, like why Bo wasn't in Toy Story Three. Yeah, yeah, right. And I really liked that scene. Like that was at the beginning of the movie. You see the scene of them like separating, and Woody makes the choice to stay because like Andy needs him. Right, right. And and so he's he's you know looking look taking care of Andy over his own you know sort of like wants and desires, right? And um, you know, and then Bo leaves, and um, you know, so so that was a nice scene, and 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 it sort of sets the stage for for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Forky? Uh, <laughs> you didn't like Forky? I, I, uh, I, it's not that I didn't like him. I felt... Uh, I, it felt a little forced, maybe? Like, I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like a grumpy old man. I was like, <laughs> you know... I, I didn't love him. I, I you know... I, you, I mean, he was, you could not like him. It's fine. Right. No, but you know what I mean? Like, it's not, you know, I, I was anticipating, I thought he, I was going to really like him or really find him amusing. And I just kind of felt him like, sort of felt as if he was like, you know, just kind of irritating. <laughs> <laughs> I loved the, oh. the, the scene when he, when, you know, like he, he sort of comes to life as a, as a toy and, and he's like, which is, and it goes back to this, like, this is kind of being deep, like, you know, what his role, he's like, I'm just, like, I'm trash, right? Right. So he's trying to throw himself in the trash, and <laughs> him, like, fish him out, like, it's just, that I just was thought funny, that yeah. scene was hysterical. No, that was funny, you're right, you know, 
Yeah. yeah. And then, like, you know, at one point he jumps out of the RV. <laughs> well, that, that was funny. He, he, he like, has to get him back. And he jumps he, out the window. What did he say? He's like, oh, freedom or something. I don't know what he said, but that was funny. I forgot. That was pretty good. And, and Woody's like trying to get him back. And he's and he's like, will you carry me? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a you know, conversation and, and every parent has had with their child. At some yeah, point. Well, that, yeah, that's true, too. And maybe that's what I didn't take it as. I wasn't really looking at him as a, 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 like a child toy. You know what I mean? I was just I, if I if I looked at it through those eyes, it may have been more. Uh, I may have enjoyed him more. I will say that I liked. Um, I liked Ducky and Bunny. <laughs> yeah, Ducky and Bunny was funny. They were. I thought they were hysterical. I really. I they they got the biggest laugh in our theater. Or whatever they got the biggest laugh in the. Uh, when they're like, they're like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. That and they they show them like bum rush the old lady. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was their imagination. They didn't do it, but oh man, when they first showed that, I I laughed really hard, and uh, the, our the our theater la- was laughing pretty good. So I thought that was really funny. I liked them. Yeah, and um, and to- and uh, uh, Keanu Reeves as Duke Kaboom. Yeah, hysterical. He was funny too. I did like him. Yeah, that, that I thought he was he was great. Like he like Duke Kaboom was really funny. What what was his kid's name? Oh, uh, it was a French name, wasn't it? It yeah. was uh, oh Jean Pierre. I can't. I don't know what yeah, it, it was. was. <laughs> but that anyway, Duke Kaboom was really was really great. So um, he was a, he was a great new character. So um, I, I don't know. I I liked the movie. I I I really liked it. It's um, I think. They didn't. I don't think they fumbled it. I think it's it's, oh, it's right, a great right. movie. Um, it's it's probably not my favorite in the series, but I think they did a really nice job with it. And if, yeah. if what was going to go, I think they did it. They did a nice job, you know, having him exit. You know. Well, yes, and I will say, right? It's it, they. It wasn't a fumble by any means, and um, you know, it 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 would have been, I think, very easy to phone in Toy Story Four. Like they could have j- very easily been like, oh no, you know, like Woody's lost, and I, you know what I mean. They could have been very easy just to just go back and farm the first three for you know the plot points, and just kind of it could have easily churned it out, you know. Right. And for them, for them to take a. Uh, you know, such a different approach to it. And like I said, it's pretty deep. What, you know, you realize what, what, yeah, what this, I mean, it's a cowboy, you know, what, what this cowboy toy, you know, what he is like thinking and feeling is like a pretty deep emotion for a kid's movie. Um, So, and you know, I don't know. I was, did your, what did your uh, kids think? Do they like it? Yeah. They really liked it. Yeah. My guys did too. Yeah. I mean, we all did. I mean, we all, we all, but Bridget liked it. Every, we all, we all liked it. Um, I wonder, it, I was just, I was wondering how, like, I mean, the Toy Story 3 was pretty deep too, though. Like, I mean, especially the, like the end, they're like going to be incinerated. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you know, my, my kids, I definitely remember the kids we watched that all the time when they were little. And so I was going to say, I wonder what the rewatch value would be on uh Toy Story 4, but you know, the, 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 from a kid's point of view, they probably they probably would just enjoy it. They're they're not going to pick up on the theme, the deep you know the deep themes. Yeah. They're just going to see like oh wow this is a fun movie. So right 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 yeah it was uh, I, I I really liked it. Now I it, now it sounds like you know based on on stuff that like Tom Hanks has said and and stuff um, it sounds like this is going to be like they're they're doesn't sound like they're they're planning on anything after this. 
Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I mean, he he's he was like because what he I read an uh, 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 interview of with him and Tim Allen, and and they were talking about like their last lines as as Woody and their last lines as Buzz, oh. and they were like it was emotional, like like Tom Hanks said he you know he he had to actually um, put his back to the booth. Right, you know, like you know, because he's in one of those little booths, and he had to put his back to like the to where the the sound people were, and and like face the wall because he didn't want he want people to, you know, when he was doing the last lines, you know, and um, yeah, you know, it's just a, it, it. I mean, those guys have been these characters for how long? I mean, when you the first for, movie was ninety five. You for, uh, you know, I was looking at that too, and you forget how long it's been. Yeah, you know. Because like I, to me, I'm I remember it with my kids. I mean, I saw the movies previously, but you know, like to, for whatever reason, it's more tied to my kids. And then you stop and think, you're like, no, that I think I saw the first one when I was dating my wife, and I, you know, what I mean, well, maybe not, maybe that's even before that. I come to think of it, it was ninety five. Ninety five. Yeah. So I wasn't even. I didn't even. I didn't even know her yet. Now I never definitely know. I for the second one, I know I was dating her, and we took our nie- my future niece and nephew. We took them to see it. So like, yeah, it's been a long time. You, you forget. Yeah, I mean, I may have seen it with my nephews the first time I saw it. Yeah, right. You know, and um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's so those guys have been these characters for you know twenty plus years. And, um, you know, so it's gotta be, it's gotta be hard, you know, and, 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 and Buzz and Woody are iconic characters now, you know, it's yeah, not definitely. like they're, they're just some, you know, they're, they're sort of iconic characters. I mean, they have a whole land in Disney world dedicated to them and, yeah. um, you know, so it's, it's, uh, you know, these characters, you know, I mean, it's funny when you go back and it's, I, I, I was looking at, um, screenshots i was reading an article and they had screenshots from the first toy story movie and screenshots from the last one oh. and they showed a picture of the dog yes from the first toy story movie and I a cat that, yeah. from toy story 4 and you look at those two and you just like wow like the technology it, is just yes it, how how far it's progressed you know it, that yeah i saw i must have saw the same thing because it's amazing like you know yeah. what i mean i don't remember the dog in toy story one looking bad you know and right. then now you're like oh my god <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's amazing yeah like i remember they they had trouble like i remember them an interview with john lasseter at one point and they said they really had trouble originally with like hair like hair uh, yes was a problem you know yeah. the way it you know because it you know, it doesn't just sit on your head. It's, you know, if the wind blows, it should be blown around. So like when they did monsters Inc and, and, and Sully was all hairy and they made, you know, like that was a big deal to get yeah. the, the hair just right, you know, on Sully, you know? Uh, yeah. I remember that. It was, uh, what else is, uh, what my, we're actually talking about with my kids. Um, they were saying that in the first movie, Andy, um, and I, you know, I really don't remember, but they said that in the first movie, he really doesn't look good. Like, you know, as a look, uh, you know, from the animation standpoint, right. and they said, uh, they said, my one daughter said she read that, I guess at the birthday party in the first movie, when, uh, all the other kids are there, like, uh, framework wise or animation wise, they're all actually Andy and they just changed the hair color or the clothing color on each of them. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it's amazing you know, now. I mean, just how far it's come and, uh, you know, it's really neat to see. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I will be curious though. Like you said, if there's a whole land, like Toy Story Land and stuff. I can't imagine that this would be it though. Like, I mean, I don't know what they would do, but well, Toy Story Land, there is a story to it. At Toy Story Land, is like the like the toys are still Andy's toys in Toy Story. Oh, Land. okay. So it's supposed to be set. Like it, and it's really cool how they did it. I I, I really like Toy Story Land in, in Disney World. Um, the idea is that when you walk into the land, you become a toy. Okay. Right? Like you're the size of a toy, and and what it what it what it's supposed to be is that Andy set up in his backyard, sort of a a a, a play area for all his for all his toys and like so even like the buildings are made to look like you know cardboard boxes and oh. um, you know the slinky dog dash coaster is is like a is supposed to be a toy that he built and you see like the box laying nearby you know with the the name on it and stuff and it's it's really cool it's, okay. it's I, I really like how they did it and like you know it's just really neat like they're like you actually walk all around the land and there's big, like in the embedded in the pavement, is is big, is like a big shoe print. Oh, okay. Right? And it's supposed to be like Andy's shoe print, you know, You're like right, in, the, yeah. in the dirt. You know, it's just really cool how they did it. I, I like That's it a lot. Cool, yeah, yeah. I'll be curious to see, like you know, because I mean they have that whole land there, so it's like you know, I mean, ten years from now, like they're gonna have to. I feel like that. It's I mean, the, the jaded adult part of me, but I'm like they're going to have to keep refreshing the the IP to keep yeah. people interested. But I mean, you know, maybe they don't. With, with these days, with streaming and home video, like all those movies are going to exist all the time. Yeah, because it right. used to be like a movie would come out, you'd see it, and then it'll go away. And then it, you know, okay, it might be on home video, or you know, I don't know, like you know, may, maybe there's not going to be a, a need to refresh things as much now because they'll always be available to stream you know right and that's one of like i i that's one of disney's sort of big that's one of their big successes it's that they the, the one thing that disney is able to do that not a lot of other companies are able to do is take these properties that are old i mean you know toy story is not a i mean you know i know this movie just came out but like it's, I mean, you know, it's like we said, the first Toy Story movie came out in 1995. They're mm-hmm. able to take, not only, they're, they're not only able to keep that, that franchise alive, they're able to merchandise for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're still moving merchandise on, on Toy Story. They're still moving merchandise for cars. You know, that's yeah. really the, the, the genius of Disney. They're able to, to really mine these things that are, that are kind of old properties for, for, for new material. And not a lot of, I mean, when you think about it, not a lot of other companies are able to do that. No. You know, I, I mean, mean, Star Wars is a, was able to do it. Yeah, I mean, you know, pre-Disney, and I mean, now obviously post-Disney, they've gotten even better at it. But yeah, I mean, that's probably one of the few... Um, few properties I can think of that without a, without a tie, you know, they, without a, a, a timely tie in that would still, ex- that still existed. You know what I mean? Right. Right. You know, I mean, they go back to like their old, their, I mean, they're super old stuff like Dumbo and everything. They're still, they're still moving merchandise for Dumbo. 
Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, I mean, it's it's impressive. That's that's it know, is one pretty. Of, one yeah, of the geniuses of Disney. You know. Yeah, that's right. Right. When you stop and think about it, you know, taking away the the newer re the the redos or remakes or whatever, right? They're still like you know they're still moving. You know, Dumbo. What Dumbo was nineteen forty, I think. Right. Forty one, maybe. I can't remember. But I mean, yeah, right. There's they're moving stuff based on that a movie that old, and you're just like, wow, that's amazing. There's <laughs> not too many companies that can do that. No, no. Yeah, so it's impressive. Yeah, yeah. it'll be interesting to see where they where they take the the Toy Story franchise from now now i mean i mean i wonder if we'll i do wonder if we'll get any any of those like little half hour specials because i thought they were fun you know they were fun yeah i did enjoy them well but yeah they could i mean you know like i said you're either gonna get you could get one with woody and Bo and 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 you know those characters or they got to go you could get another one with bonnie you know with buzz and those guys too so uh, you know, I mean, I guess there's ways to do it. It's just a matter of, you know, getting everybody together again, which, you know, for a TV special, I can't see them getting everyone together. You know, if they didn't do another movie, that's a different story. You know, they could somehow get everybody together somehow. Yeah. So good stuff. So all in all, I would say, you know, I, it's, uh, it's a good movie. It's, I would say, you know, so, uh, what is it? Thumbs up. You know, I would give a thumbs up, uh, you know, just, a little, uh, you know, not as good as Toy. I, I would say not as good as Toy Story three, but still enjoyable and worth your time. Yeah, like if you like Toy, if you if you've liked all the other Toy Story movies, you'll like this one. Yeah, I don't know. So does that wrap us up for this evening? Yeah, I think that's about it. We I think we covered everything. Hopefully, uh, next time we talk to you, we'll uh, have a review of uh, Spider Man: Far From Home. Yeah, maybe I can give a little brief, because uh, I don't think we're going to be able to record again before I, get, I leave for Disney, so maybe I can give you a little brief tip. I'm, I'm still hoping that uh, maybe Galaxy's Edge will be doing soft openings, but I don't know. It might might be a little early for that. Oh, so right, right. If I get in, I'll do live videos from there. Yeah, right, please. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, that's supposed to open officially on the 29th August. of August? Yeah. So I guess yeah. When would they when would they do soft openings? Like probably uh, like maybe a couple weeks beforehand. Maybe yeah. yeah we yeah. now we we were there one year before they opened New Fantasyland, and we got into the soft opening for for New Fantasyland. Oh okay. Yeah, but that was only about two weeks before it was supposed to open or something. Oh like okay. I, I don't. I I think it's a little early. Yeah, I think so. There's always hope. Yeah, the, well, the latest pictures I saw from Disney World of, of Galaxy's Edge—it's coming together, but it still looks like there's a lot of they're still, yeah. you know, Fast and Furious. They're putting it together still. So, but yeah, you never know—you might get lucky. Yeah, if, <laughs> yeah. if I do, I will definitely do live videos. Keep in mind. Cool, that'd be yeah, that'd be fun. But in the meantime, you can follow us on Facebook or on Twitter. Uh, we are at Geek Hangout Pod on Twitter. Uh, we'd love to hear from everybody. We also have an Instagram account. Right. Uh, also, we post some stuff out on Instagram. Uh, we ask if you like the show. We ask you to go out and leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, and uh, I guess that wraps us up for this evening. So yeah. thanks for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Great. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.